You're listening to the What Business Should I Start podcast. What Business Should I Start podcast. Your weekly source of entrepreneurial inspiration, motivation, and step-by-step guide to starting your business. Diving deep, deep into creative business ideas and interviewing the founders of existing business to provide you with the tools and motivation you need to launch your business. Hosted by Avi Shinkar, your resident entrepreneur who brings over 20 years of startup, business development, and hustle experience. Listen up, because the next episode could be the business you launch. Welcome back to another episode of the What Business Should I Start podcast. My name is Avi Shankar, and I'm your resident entrepreneur. In this episode, I'll inspire you to become an Airbnb super host without needing tons of capital to purchase properties. It will be a short episode, but I'll talk about a concept that you might have not heard about or thought about before. First, let me start by updating you on the Meals Project, the electric scooter e-commerce startup that I'm working on. In the past week, I found a copywriter on Upwork.com that's currently going through the website and creating sales copy and content for every section, including the product description. Production of our scooters has been completed, and we paid another $9,400 to finish up the order. So currently we're in for about $25,000 and we haven't sold a single unit yet. However, there's tons of interest. Every person that hears that I'm launching this is telling me that they want one and that they would buy one. But as most people know, talk is cheap. We'll see who's really buying when it's time to pay up. I have a lot of ideas on making meals a successful brand, including some flashy tactics like doing a giveaway for a Swarovski crystal bedazzled scooter and giving a few units away to some serious influencers. I think that some of these tactics could really generate some exposure. I truly believe that the brand will be a hit. This past week, I was in Manhattan with my wife because she was being awarded for being chosen as the working mother of the year for her company, which, as a side note, I'm very proud of. During our trip, I did notice people riding electric scooters around, and it really got me excited to see that. Now, riding them on the streets is not yet legal in New York. They're going to be legalized in about a month or two, from what I understand, So we'll see when that happens. Let's begin with the concept. So I recently had a childhood friend visit me from Israel. If you remember last week, I talked about WeWork. Well, WeWork's founder, Adam Newman, has become one of Israel's most successful entrepreneurs, and he's a superstar there. Everybody looks up to him. Everybody loves him and sees him as a role model. And just as a reminder, WeWork's business model is to rent commercial space long-term and then offer short-term rentals on it. Back to my friend. He told me about a business concept that some of his friends are doing in Israel. And as soon as he told me about it, I was shocked. I was like, wow, this is awesome. The concept is pretty simple. They took WeWork's commercial model and applied it to residential real estate and Airbnb. How? Easy. They rent out homes and apartments for either one, two, or three years and then offer them up on Airbnb. Boom. Mind blowing. When I heard this concept, I was like, that is genius. Why didn't I think of this? Why didn't anybody I know think of this? Instead of having to buy properties and Airbnb them, why not rent them? I mean, I've constantly considered purchasing a homes and putting them up on Airbnb and hopefully turning a profit. But renting is so much less commitment. It's so much less investment and it's so much less risk. Makes a whole lot more sense. Now, yes, obviously there are limitations and we'll get into that. There are also difficulties. Obviously, we'll get into that as well. But if there weren't any of these things, everybody would be doing it. But think about it. Buying 10 properties a year is difficult and expensive. You would need to finance 10 different properties. For example, again, I'm just using 10 as an example. That's 10 down payments of 25% at least. That's 10 mortgage applications with 
10 approvals in order for you to actually buy these houses. That's 10 mortgages, 10 tax payments, 10 insurance payments, not to mention probably 10 remodels. I mean, you're, if you're buying a house that's in pristine shape, you're paying a premium for it. And it's obviously going to limit how much you can bring in. So sure, it might not be a big deal if you're buying $40,000 properties in an undesirable part of town, but who would want to Airbnb those? You would need to buy properties and in demand area that are presentable and ready to go. But renting 10 properties a year is not that difficult. That's 10 leases you sign, 10 deposits, and 10 rental payments are probably only 50% to 80% of what a mortgage payment would be. I immediately thought that this was an awesome concept and I got working on it from the get-go. Let's discuss the groundwork. Since this is not a typical business, I didn't need to go through my usual process of choosing a name, acquiring the domain, social channels, etc., etc. I did realize that in order for this to work, the properties have to be in a highly desirable area, such as the city or the beach. Again, I'm looking for vacation rentals. The first thing that came to mind is an area at the Jersey Shore that my family and I visit every summer called Margate. Margate is a very small town about 10 minutes away from Atlantic City. It's a very affluent area with great restaurants, cute shops, amazing homes, and all right around a great beach and bay area. There's a lot of water sports or I guess fishing tours and boating and jet skis and all that good stuff. And we personally, we love the area. It's super, super cute. Every year when I look for something to Airbnb in Margate, I run into the same problem of not finding anything at all or homes that are crazy expensive. I mean, you're talking about $5,000 a night for, you know, a million dollar home. During the months of June through August, you're looking at $1,000 a night for a nice size home in Margate. Typically, people will rent for a week at about $5,000 or the entire month for about $12,000, depending on the house and obviously depending on the time of year. So for example, August is the most expensive and is really nothing available. I mean, these things are booked years in advance. Margate is home to multi-million dollar beach houses and beachfront condos. Now that's where our limitations come in. Condos are extremely difficult to offer on Airbnb due to their limitation on short-term rentals, associations, and doormen. You can't sneak people in. Million-dollar homes are not often available for rent, and when they are, they're ridiculously expensive. So you have to find the sweet spot property that makes this work for both your tenants, your Airbnb tenants, and for you. I mean, it has to be profitable, otherwise, what's the point? Let's talk about the research. First thing I did was open up Airbnb and look for what is available for comparison's sake. I wanted to see if there are any condos available so that I could figure out which buildings allow short-term rentals. And to be honest, there weren't many. The only ones I found were these small kind of crappy apartments that look like an old motel. Sure, they're cheaper to rent, but they also don't bring in enough revenue. Breaking even is not my goal here. I found a couple of nice homes. Now, given they are not directly on a beach, but they are between four and five blocks away, which is not a big deal. You constantly see people walking back and forth from the beach that have their carts. These days, people are using scooters. And again, that's, you know, I could bring meals into this. These properties were going for between $250 and $350 a night in June, $300 to $450 a night in July, and $500 to $650 a night in August. Those made some sense. The next thing I did was open up realtor.com and I started a search for rentals in Margate for homes with three to five bedrooms. Although the results were limited, I did find a few homes that were renting out between $2,000 and $4,000 a month that fit the requirements. A little more researching on VRBO.com and Google led me to believe that one of these houses can go on Airbnb for about $2,500 a week to between $8,000 and $12,000 for a summer month. Now, these numbers make some sense to me. Let's get into the business development. Let's get into how I start this business. First thing I would do would be to reach out to a realtor in the area, whether it's Margate, Miami, Atlanta, Philadelphia, whatever area that's in demand and the Airbnb rates are high enough. 
I would tell the realtor that I'm looking for an annual rental, but since I travel a lot, the owners would have to agree to letting me list this place on Airbnb when I'm not in town. I'd also let them know that due to this requirement, I'm willing to increase my deposit and if need be, even pay for the entire year upfront at a reduced rate. Now, yes, this would obviously increase my investment, but I think I would be able to get better rates with that offer. I would then wait to hear back with the results. In the meantime, I would hire a virtual assistant. Now, you could find them on Upwork, Fiverr, anywhere. Give them their first task. First task would be to spend some time on Pinterest and online researching current space design trends that are hip and ultimately Instagram worthy. I would want to make this place super cute, super cool, something hip, something that people want to photograph in their Instagram pictures. I would also contact recreational service providers in the area such as fishing tours, helicopter tours, boat rentals, surf lessons, etc. And attempt to work out a cross-promotional partnership where our tenants get a discount for their services upon booking with us and their customers get a discount on their stay if they book our unit or our home. This is an additional perk that I would make sure to highlight in the Airbnb listing to separate myself from every other listing and make mine more enticing. These incentives can also come in very handy during the off-season. I know a lot of people go there in winter to go deep sea fishing and a place to stay at a so-called reduced rate or that's a partner with the fishing tour provider would really work out well. I'd also line up cleaning companies as well as a flower company for fresh flower delivery for the tenant's first day and even local chefs so that I can offer another incentive which would be dinner cooked for you at the home by a gourmet chef. I would inquire with a company like Soothe, which offers on-demand massage services, whether they have some sort of a discount offer or an affiliate program. That way I can offer the tenants a discount on in-house massage services via Soothe. Once I got the results back from the realtor, I'd review them and pick the most appealing property, both aesthetically and price-wise. Based on some of the properties I was researching, in Margate for example, I found properties that would cost me $2,500 a month, that's $30,000 a year. If even in the worst case scenario, I only bring in $30,000 for the months of June, July, and August, that leaves me nine months worth of potential profit. Worst case, I break even and I even have a place for my family and I to stay during the months of May, September, or any other winter months. I would then follow the trends that my virtual assistant came up with and stop over at a couple of home goods stores. I'd spend a little bit of money getting some cool props, pictures, and tchotchkes. Once I set the place up nicely with the stuff I bought, nice linens, and whatever else I could do without significant investment to spruce up the place, I would immediately send a photographer over to the home to take pictures and make it look amazing. I would then list the property on Airbnb and probably have a few of my friends book it so that they could leave glowing reviews. I would put my virtual assistant in charge of managing rentals and booking the cleaning crew, chefs, and whatever recreational activities the tenants ask for. I would actually offer up the virtual assistant as a concierge service for the tenants and add that to the listing. That's a nice perk. I'd instruct the virtual assistant to check competitor rates weekly and update ours to match or maybe even to beat them by a little bit. I want to make sure that we stay competitive and that we don't undercharge or overcharge. Then I'll sit back and see how it goes. If it's slow and I'm not getting enough bookings, I would offer incentives including a free night, complimentary massage, gift card to local restaurants, etc. Anything that you can come up with to make the place more enticing. And again, just think about it as yourself. What would entice you to rent one place over another? In conclusion, as you could see, it's not a very difficult business to get into. The reason I think it has potential is because I just spoke to a guy that has 60 of these properties. Yeah, 60. And he's not stopping. He has them all over. Philadelphia, Miami, the Jersey Shore, and Los Angeles. With Airbnb becoming a bigger and bigger competitor in the vacation rentals and hospitality industry, that's enough business to make you profitable. 
Am I going to do this? Yeah, I think I'll give it a try. Because one way or another, I'd love to have a beach house for a few weekends in the summer. Worst case scenario, I lose a little bit of money, but I tested it out. Beware. It is risky, just as any other business venture. And it does take, for a lack of a better word, balls to sign that first lease. It's not something that you're going to take lightly. It's not something that's going to be easy. But once you decide to pull the trigger on that, go for it. Just do it. There you have it. Generate relatively passive income using rentals and Airbnb. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Question for you. Have you ever watched so much HGTV that you thought you too should go into flipping houses? You know, I know I have. My wife and I spent tons of nights watching Flip This House and Flipping Las Vegas, whatever it is. Join me next week as I interview my good friend Marat Sirilson, founder of GMA Homes, who at any given time is working on 100 plus properties, including fix and flips, as well as development. We'll talk about how he got started, what it takes, and how much money it can make you. Next week's episode could be the one that launches your business. Keep on hustling.